Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back. Some good news for Celtics fans on this game day of Game 2 ahead of the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, Al Horford, after being COVID protocol, is available for tonight. And on the line, we have Gary Washburn from the Boston Globe on the Harbor One Hotline. He joins us from Miami. Gary, how's it going? Hey, Guys, how's it going? How's it going, Megan? Doing well. So I have to ask you about this because uh, you just put this tweet out about six minutes ago about <laughs> how Al Horford benefited from a new COVID-19 protocol that was added on April 30th about when the players can be tested on a game day. Can you just walk us through how that works? Well, they on April 30th, they kind of threw a new wrinkle into the protocol that says if a player tests negative twice on a game day, then he's eligible to play that night. And I think that was for uh, kind of the playoffs, obviously. I mean, for uh, to give players a chance, as much chance to come back and play as they possibly can. And let's say he had tested negative this morning. Uh, and, you know, it would have been he would have had to wait till tomorrow to test negative again. But I guess they figured out that if he tests negative twice in the same day, a game day, um, he's eligible to play. So he tested negative, obviously, sometime after shoot-around where he was upgraded to questionable. Then he tested negative again this afternoon, and he's been cleared to play. Have you got any details down there uh, from anybody close to the team or within the organization about whether he actually showed any symptoms or anything like that? Like, is he has he been feeling well? Yeah, that's the thing. Um, there is kind of some mystery here where players who are vaccinated but also boosted um, don't have to test. Uh, you, Coach Ime Yoka said that Horford had no symptoms. So obviously he's testing. Doesn't mean he's not vaccinated. Probably means he's not boosted. Um, or, you know, he's maybe between booster shots. That could be uh, the possibility here of why he's tested because now the league does not test every day like it used to uh, in the last several months. It tests, you test if you have symptoms. He did not have symptoms. He felt fine, but obviously, obviously he contracted it. Okay. Um, Now, you know, how, when did he get it? Did he, is he, or is he completely, or, or, and I can't say he he for sure contracted. It might've been a false positive. Who knows? Yeah. So obviously he he tested negative today in order to play okay so that's the good news on one of the guys that uh they need obviously okay the next guy is marcus smart any updates any information on him yeah it looks like he'll play unless something unforeseen happens in pregame uh warm-ups and he'll go out there and test it out but he's looked he participated in shoot around 
which was a good sign. So it looks like he'll be available to play. So the Celtics will have their starting lineup. They'll miss Derek White, uh, who flew back to Boston uh, for the birth of his first child. So, Gary, with Derek White out, we were just we were talking about this earlier. Um because he and Peyton Pritchard kind of had those minutes, and it seemed like, you know, up in the game, defense, Derek White, back in the game, you know, behind, maybe try to get Pritchard hot, his, his, his shot. Do you expect Aaron Neesmith to kind of be that defensive kind of guy that gets some minutes, those Derek White minutes as well? Yeah, Christian, I think, I think he's earned minutes. I mean, you know, Neesmith is a guy who has come and was expected to be this kind of knockdown shooter, the, the shooter that the, the team was desperately needed to, to come off the bench and hit shots. And it hasn't worked out that way, but he plays damn hard. I mean, he plays with hair on fire, and that's what they needed in game one. You know, he had some block shots. He played some defense. Now he committed a couple of silly fouls, but he, they need his energy. So I think he'll get some minutes, obviously, with Derek White out. I mean, Derek White did not have a very good defensive game. I thought he started out fine on Max Struess, but he kind of let go of the rope in the second half where Gabe Vincent and Struess were both burning him, and then he only scored three points. So I think if you put Neesmith in White's spot, you probably get the same offensive production. I mean, I think Neesmith is capable of hitting a three-pointer or two, and then you'll get that like added defensive element because he'll play hard, he'll run the floor. He's not going to do what some of the other guys did in game one when the, when the third quarter went downhill, it was kind of like relent. Gary Washburn in the Boston Globe joining us on the Harbor One Hotline. Uh, so obviously in game one, one of the worst quarters in Celtics playoffs history. Um, do you think that Al Horford makes a bigger difference, I guess, in a basketball sense being back on the court today? Or is it even bigger in a leadership sense in the terms of helping guys like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown from allowing uh, a 22-2 to two run happen like that. I think Tatum used the term snowball, that he felt like it just snowballed on them. Yeah, I think it'll be a combination of both. I think they need his interior presence to play defense against a guy like Bam Adebayo. The one thing about Robert Williams, and he's a strong defender, is sometimes he gets out of position. As you saw the other night, Jimmy Butler, pump fake, gets Robert to jump eight feet in the air, draws a foul like you can't do you've got to be disciplined defensively against the heat especially with the way those guys kind of just are they're disciplined themselves with with butler butler scores and gets the free throw line on those pub fakes same with Adebayo. you can't get out of position i think horford brings that defensive discipline that they needed that maybe you know like grant grant williams didn't have and obviously robert williams didn't have i think that helps and also like you said the leadership off on the bench calming guys down, like, hey, we can't let this get away from us. I thought that the game sort of got away at the end of the second quarter when they, when they took a 13-point lead and they didn't build on it. They got down to eight. Then suddenly they didn't score for the, obvious, the first seven minutes, and it just kind of it was a disaster. And they can't let that happen in game two. They've got to come out more disciplined tonight because, as you saw, what I saw firsthand in the bubble, the Heat was a tougher team. And that was the case in game one. Yeah, you know what? They were, I think, you know, physically and mentally. I felt like, and I feel like last time we talked to you, Gary, everything that happened was everything that you said that they had kind of grown out of, that we all thought they grew, that they had grown out of, right? They, they, they were all older. You know, Robert Williams is older. Everybody's older, yet they kind of fell into this trap where they just kind of like, you know, you know, like their backs were against the wall and they wouldn't punch back. Now, is that just because they got frustrated and irritated Oh, and they just threw their hands up? Or is it because Jimmy Butler became Jimmy Butler? Yeah, I think Jimmy Butler became Jimmy Butler. And then they don't 
it's, it's sort of like they, they thought they were in a Milwaukee series. Like, Jimmy Butler reads passing lanes. I mean, you're a football guy. You know, you get the guys that go for the interceptions, that take chances. That, hey, they'll, they'll get beat deep, but they're going to lead the league in interceptions. That's Jimmy Butler. He's going to read the passing lanes. He's going to read your eyes. He's going to take some chances defensively. And when Tatum comes up and throws those lazy passes, that's, they're going to get picked off. I mean, it's, you can't do that. You've got to play with more discipline. You know, and I, I just thought, like, they just got, they got pushed around. You know, I don't want to say punked, or I'll say it, I guess. They got <laughs> punked. I mean, they got pushed around. You know, the heat, the heat started hitting shots. The defense started slipping. And then, as, as this team has had trouble with all season, they let a lack of offense affect their defense. So shots don't go down. They put their heads down. Tatum goes to the rim. Vincy gets fouled, then stops and goes, where's my call? Fast break down the floor, dunk. Like you, you just can't do these. It's the Eastern Conference Finals. Like you, you can do that in a Tuesday night against Minnesota. You cannot do that in May against Miami. All right, talking to Gary Washburn here of the Boston Globe. And, Gary, you know, it was very similar. I know it was a little different as far as game one against the Bucks, where they just, you know, they weren't ready for the physicality. And I kind of feel like we get another rebound game here, especially from Jalen Brown. Uh, what did you make of his game? Because you watch it and the handle is all everyone is talking about, the carelessness with the ball. Yeah, I mean, it's something that he, he was had an issue with early in his career. Um because he thought he could just be more of an athlete than everybody, and guys would just reach in and knock the ball off his hip. And then he, he improved in his dribble, but now it's still an issue where he goes to the free throw line, or sorry, goes to the rim, and he either gets stripped or he sometimes even just loses the ball, and he just is careless with the ball. And to me, also with his free throw shooting, he's a guy who's going to get fouled a lot. He can't go 50% from the line. He can't miss four or five free throws in a tight game. I mean, if they had hit their free throws, it would have been a one- or two-possession game down the stretch. But, you know, Jalen kind of got himself together in the fourth quarter, but they need him to be more steady. And he can't slip so much defensively. He can't just lose guys. You know, I mean, they're going to target him. When Jimmy Butler gets the ball, they're going to target Jalen, just like Giannis targeted Jalen in the Milwaukee series. They're going to prove that that Jalen Brown is a plus defender like people say he is. And he's got to play like that. He can't. You know, he can't get distracted. He can't lose his man. He can't lose a guy off the screen. He has literally got to be more aware, and he's got to be better. Gary, uh, young guy Grant Williams, he was pivotal in game in a couple games in that seven-game series against the Bucks. Uh, what did you think of his performance in the first game? It looked like he got a little distracted and frustrated in the second half. Yeah, I mean, he got into it. I mean, Yudoka doesn't... You know, he's not Brad Stevens. He'll let you know right on the bench if he has an issue with your performance. And I think Grant just got too much into trying to do – sometimes Grant does a little too much, and I think that was the case in, in, in game one. I don't think anyone expected he was going to hit seven threes like he did in game seven. But he's just got to be steady. And then he got into a lot of, you know, being out of position, trying to just being a little overactive in a sense, and it just it, it leads to mistakes. And Grant can't – Grant's not effective – when he's picking up two, three fouls here, when he's trying to take a charge here and he shouldn't, like, he's got to be, st- he's got to, like Jalen, he's got to be steadier and he's got to be better. And he's got to be a threat from the outside. He's got to knock down a three-pointer or two. And I just, that was not so good Grant Williams. Sometimes you get really, really good Grant Williams defensively against Giannis in that series, hitting those threes in game seven. And other times you get kind of mistake-filled Grant Williams. And game one was mistake-filled Grant Williams. 
Okay, well, Gary, thank you for joining us. Hopefully we get that other Grant Williams. The But we are happy to have Al Horford back if you're a Celtics fan, right? Yeah, good news for them. They're almost a, a full roster, so let's see what happens tonight. All right, thank you so much, Gary. Thanks, have Gary. fun down there in Miami. Thanks, guys. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.